Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Husband. Yes, wife. Our last couple episodes ran kind of long. Yeah, they were like getting on close to an hour. That's boring. That's a lot of Bibling. That's too much Bibling. That is too much Bibling. So um, let's change up our format a little. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to do two chapters today. All right. Sounds good. We're going to do chapters eight and nine of Genesis. All right. Hang tight, everyone. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So do you remember what happened last time? Mm, God stuff? Right. Noah stuff. Noah stuff, that's right. There was like a flood and yeah, the ark. God killed all the people. And the unicorns. And the unicorns, fuck her. But not the fishes. But not the fishes. You can't I mean, drown fishes. The fishes are delicious, so. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Genesis chapter 8. Okay. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the floodwaters began to recede. Yay! It was magic. (laughs) The underground water stopped flowing, and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. The jack torrential rains. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat? Sure. Ararat. But, okay, hold on. But what? So 150 days, right? He's already done killed off all the people and all the furry, scurrying animals on the ground and all and that stuff, livestock. right? And God moved water when he built the earth. Why can't he just move this shit again? Like, I Why do they have to wait like another like, 40 days and 40 nights of rain, right? Mm-hmm. Then they gotta wait another 110 days before they see dry land. Why can't God just be like, poof? He wanted them magic. to want it. <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's whatever. He's building character. Still an asshole. He's still an asshole. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> two and a half months later, so after they were stuck on the mountains of Venana, two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. Did they have glass back then? Like, or was it like a panel that he pushed out? I think he just used a saw and cut out a (laughs) porthole of wood. Okay. Okay. He released a raven, but I thought it was, um, 
a dove. I thought it was a dove too. Maybe. But this is a new translation, so. Well, maybe he did a raven before he did the dove. Maybe right. We're this not one at doesn't matter. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? The bird flew back and forth until the flood waters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove. Ah. To see if the water had receded and it could fi- find dry ground. And what was the point of releasing the raven and the dove? I don't know. Maybe they were shitting everywhere and he was like, hmm. I can't stand this bird shit one more day. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. How would he know if it found a place to land? Because the doves really like ground. Okay. And so it wouldn't have come back. Okay. It kept coming back because there was no place to land. Except that there's mountaintops. Right. So there's places to land. It just didn't like those places. I guess. That dove was picky shit. Right. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. Isn't that where like the, um, like when you present somebody with an olive branch, isn't that where that comes from? Like you're saying, you know, let's white flag, you know, peace, like. Maybe. I don't know. I think that is. But like. Um, you were wrong, by the way. What? The dove didn't stay on the land. He just brought back an olive branch. It's not like I know the Bible. Oh, I know. I've never read it before. I only <laughs> picked up pieces here and there. So, <laughs> I mean, was I wrong or was I just, I don't know Bible stuff? Right, right. Okay. Okay. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Oh, okay. There it is. There it is. I was right. You were right. I really just wanted you to say I was right. (laughs) Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, Good grief. The floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last, the earth was dry. Woohoo! That was that was a long time. They were on that boat for like a year. Yeah. Fuck that. Right? I don't even that like sucks. going on a boat for an afternoon. But I mean, these people live for like hundreds of years, so... It was, or, well... It was but a blink of an eye. Right. I guess Noah's the last... Wait. He's 601 years old, I Right, think. but isn't he like the last one that was going to live a long time? I don't remember. Because remember how he like cut their lifespans and stuff? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, he said that nobody's going to... But I thought that was one of um, one of Noah's descendants. I don't know. And now we're just like doing a rewind back in time again. Got it. Okay. Because at some point, you're right. He said that ain't nobody going to live more than 120 years. So, but now that it's just people that live forever and long times, does God have to redo that thing? Or is he going to let them live longer again? I really don't know. Okay. Honestly. Because when you kill off the whole planet, it seems kind of pointless, everything you said before that. You would think. Like, it kind of, like, negates the whole thing. Like, this is a fresh slate type thing, you know? Like, times do over. Right. <laughs> then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the small animals that scurry along the ground so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat, and all of the large and small Animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord. (laughs) 
I mean, wow. And there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. What the hell? Once again, they are killing an entire species. I, you know, I was never aware that we did sacrifices. Really? As Christian, you know, like I, I am not a Christian, but I grew up in a Christian world, so I was never aware that we were like a sacrificial, um, religious thing. Well, this is pre-Christianity, of course. So right, I guess. Like I think that. The whole Jesus-y thing is that it puts an end to sacrifice. Okay. Because he is the sacrifice. Well, we sure ain't in Jesus land yet, so. No. So, I mean, it's only fair that they're doing pagan bullshit sacrifice things. Right. Okay. So, and the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice. I mean, I know I love me some burnt animal. <laughs> and said to himself, hmm, self I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood. You know, n knowing that I fucking made them in my image, everything about them is evil. Wait, what? so he was ready to scrap the whole thing, like, completely. Then he was like, no, nah, I'll give Noah a chance, right? Mm -hmm. and, then, and then Noah burned some shit, some animals, mm -hmm. burned some animals. And God's like, that shit mm, smells that good. Smell, that shit smells good. I'm never going to kill everybody again. No, he's never going to destroy the earth again. Oh, okay. He didn't say anything about the people on it. Okay. All right. I will never again destroy all living things. Oh, no, you were right. Sorry. But some living things, maybe. All the living things. He's never going to kill all the living things. But he might maybe, do a maybe few. Maybe some of them. Certainly the ones that were sacrificed. Right. Yeah, those things just died. That's an entire species wiped out again. Right? No, because they brought on extras for sacrifice, remember? Just the birds. Everything well, else that's what was... They, they didn't say what they sacrificed. Maybe that's what they sacrificed. Okay. So, okay. I guess some birds... But they did say that they brought on stuff specifically for sacrificing. Yeah. You're right. So. You're right. That's just so gross to me. Right? I mean, I guess it's because of conventions and stuff. Like, maybe I'm just preconditioned to think that, but... Right. I don't know. Ugh. As long as the earth remains, continued God, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Okay. That's the end of chapter eight. All right. Be right back. Chapter nine. God's covenant with Noah. Do you know what happens? Um, I know. A rainbow. Oh, that's right. What about, you remember that guy that was crying over the double rainbow in the YouTube videos? No. Oh, what? It was a big thing. Like, there was like this whole thing because this guy starts crying over a double rainbow in the, in the YouTube video. Yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. That's weird. It was like a, I don't know, something. It was a thing. Hmm. How long ago was that? A year, five years, I don't know. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> <laughs> Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. He loves to tell things to be fruitful and multiply. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like his favorite phrase. Have all the sexes and make all the babies. <laughs> all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the lifeblood in it. 
So you're not supposed to eat like, like raw if meat? That- well, I think he's saying if it's still alive, like don't just pick up a living cat and take a bite out of it. Okay. Right? I guess. And cook your meat. Yeah, I mean, that's probably, it's probably a thing. I mean, it's what this like is is a rule book thing. for like old people back before. Back before medicine? Yeah, so they're like, cook your meat. Cook your meat. Yeah. Don't eat raw meat, dumbass. Right. You'll get like, what is it that you get from eating raw meat besides just really sick? Um, Is it um, what E. coli? Is or? E. coli and um, salmonella. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. And I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. Damn. The blood. Wow. If a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. Jesus. Good Lord. He He's all about so, the corporal punishment, huh? He is violent. This right? God is mean. I could, I, I'm going to go back to it. He's a dick. He really is. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Cruel as shit. How does that work out? Is it? Do you get a pass for taking that human life if it's ordained that you get to take that human life? Right. Because a human has to take the human life. So it's just like this mad cycle of everybody's going to die because... So you know. he's like, don't take a human life unless I tell you it's okay. <laughs> right. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. But- I can't even then God told Noah and his sons I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants and with all the animals that were on the boat with you the birds the livestock and all the wild animals every living creature on earth yes I am confirming my covenant with you never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures never again will a flood destroy the earth I like how he stipulates flood yeah (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I might use fire, I might use volcanoes and meteors, but right. it won't be a fucking he's, flood. He's leaving that loophole open. Yeah, yeah. Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all generations to come. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It's not, it, a rainbow in this case is not just the sun refracting light. So are all rainbows God-given, or is it just the one then at that time? I mean, I really couldn't even tell you. Okay. I don't know. I mean, my understanding was that it was just, like you said, you know, water hitting particles of water in the air and refracting and, you know, science shit. Science, right. Science. But apparently, it's God. It's just magic. Or at least that one time it was God. Butterfly in the sky. Go back. Just, yeah. I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow will appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. I like how he said it's going to appear in the clouds when it's like it's not really in the clouds. It's under the clouds. Right. Or sometimes it's out in the clear sky because it's, you know. Light refracted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with clouds. No. No. Whatever. Whatever. Never again. Oh, you know what? I also like how he says, when I see the rainbow, I'll remember my covenant. Good thing there's a rainbow. Or else God might forget his covenant. Right. Well, I mean, he has trouble tracking like four people. So, I mean. (laughs) You keep going back to that. (laughs) Because it's funny. (laughs) 
Never again will the floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. He stipulated specifically floods, though. Like multiple did. times. Multiple times, yeah. It sounds like a sneaky bastard. He really, really does. <laughs> then God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. Like, I know I've said it before, but... Um, repetitive much? Yeah. It gets a little old. It really does. It's like, come on. Ooh, but this next part sounds fun. Yeah. Noah's drunkenness. <laughs> He's going to have a good old time. Wife's drunkenness. Husband's <laughs> drunkenness. <laughs> okay, so Noah's drunkenness. The sons of Noah who came out of the boat at, with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. Hmm. So now's the incest. And the incest. I mean, before there was just random dudes that, random, random people that just like popped up somewhere else on earth. They appeared out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. But now it's all incest from here Now forward. it's all incest. Right. We are all inbred motherfuckers. Got it. Got it. That explains a lot. Right. Yeah. After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. Ooh, that is something we should consider planting in our backyard. Yeah, that's not going to work. I want a vineyard. Do you know what would happen? What? It would die. Yeah, it would, because I don't take care of plants. (laughs) One day, he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Damn. Dear God, not naked inside your own fucking bedroom. What? (laughs) Ham, the father of Canaan, which he already said he was the father of, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers, have you seen dad? Dad was fucking naked, you guys. Can you even believe that? What? Dad naked? Nah, man. Nah. That's not what it says in the Bible. No, but I'm imagining the conversation. Right, right. Like, who cares? But aren't they going to tell us the conversation? No, but I'm just like thinking... This dude saw his dad naked and went out and told his brothers like it was a big fucking deal, right? Like, could you imagine, like, if you saw your dad naked, would you be like, oh, my God, dad was naked. Can you even believe that shit? I mean, maybe. You would be. My dad got drunk at my brother's wedding and, like, you know, kicked over a a bunch of stuff. but pissed himself so that oh was fun oh my god that is not something that you say on the podcast what the well, hell well they don't know who i am what the hell is remember wrong we're with doing you? It, it's anonymous okay it's a funny story it, it is, is a funny story. it is a funny story but here's the thing would you be like i can understand you being like oh my god dad got so drunk but would you be like oh my god dad was in his own bedroom in his own house and he was naked can you even believe that? Like, would you be appalled that your dad was naked in his own bedroom in his no, own house? No, That's the part I'm getting at. Got it. Okay. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. <laughs> in his own fucking room, they were like... Good Lord, just walk in and, you know... Just be like, Dad... just leave him be. Dad, you doing okay? You need a barf bucket? Are He's you good? working up a bender. God. This is just ridiculous. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. Because <laughs> Lord forbid that oh. you see a penis. Well, they loved that shame shit back then. Yeah, shame, 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 shame. I just couldn't imagine. like. And he didn't have any fig leaves sewn over his you know, naughty parts. So You have a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Bad dong. 
When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives. What? I fucking hate it when I'm drunk and naked in my own room and somebody comes in and puts a robe over me. So fuck your kid. Right? Noah sounds like a complete dickhead. Yeah. Fuck your kid because you covered me. I mean, me. not that he had a great role model in God. So, no. You know. But I mean, he, sh- he shouldn't have been mad at the kid. He should have just been like, y'all can't even leave me the fuck alone when I'm getting drunk in my own tent. Right? Yeah, like, that's crazy. But I don't know what um, Canaan had to do with it. Yeah, I don't know. This whole thing is weird. It really is. Then Noah said, may the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed and may Canaan be his servant May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the prosperity of Shem and may Canaan be his servant. Hmm. That's mean. Right? He is cursing his grandchild. Yeah, that's crazy. For no reason. Yeah, that's dumb. Noah lived another 350 years after the Great Flood. He lived 950 years and then he died. The Good end. riddance. Yeah, seriously. Asshole. Not because he was drinking and not because he was naked, but because... Because he made one of his grandsons a servant because something... But was he even the one that walked in on him? No, that's what I'm saying. He What the fuck? He should have been mad at his kid, not his kid's kid. But he even shouldn't have been mad at his kids. Well, I mean, he could be mad at his kid. Like, I would be mad if my kids came into my bedroom... And we're like, Mom, I can't even believe you got drunk and naked in your bedroom. Man, we had to cover your nakedness up. Like, I would be mad at them. Like, okay, A, I'm a grown-ass woman. I will get the fuck drunk anytime I want. Get out. Okay, next, why are you even in my fucking bedroom? I'm allowed to be naked in my bedroom. And if you don't like it, again, get the fuck out. Nobody invited you in here. But still... To get mad at that level. Okay. The level of anger is definitely not Also, apparently Noah could curse people. Like, this sounds like witchcraft. Oh, witchcraft. I'm just saying. It's true. Like, like a pox on your ground. God was cursing people, and now Noah can curse people. Like, And then there was that one guy about the 77 years that sounded like he wanted to try to curse people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was like, it was Cain. It was Cain because he was like... No, it wasn't Cain. Cain was the seven years and then there was some dude in the begetting. It was one of Cain's great-grandchildren. Right, right. That was like, if you try to kill Cain, um, seven years on you. But if you try to kill me, 77 years on you. Right, right. He's trying to make his own curse. These people are weird. They are rather uppity. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what's in the next installment. Oh my gosh. This is just, this is terrible. This book is bad. Right. This is a bad book. That's why we're making fun of it because otherwise this wouldn't even be like tolerable. How do people Could you imagine read this? just sitting down and reading it and not making fun of it? How do people like this? It would this? be boring as shit. How do people respect this? I haven't because somebody what am I, I'm no, missing something. That's why there's a pastor or a preacher or a whatever the fuck you call them. I don't care. That's why they have those people to be like, I'm gonna interpret this for you. I'm gonna tell you what to think. Because if you read it on your own without somebody telling you what to think, you're going to be like, what the everlasting fuck? It's true. This makes no sense to me. And I do not like it, Sam. I am. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.
husband. Yes, wife. Um, is there a way for people to contact us? Well, sure. They can uh, get on our Twitter account. We have a Twitter account? We do. What is it? It is sacrilegious underscore D. Wait, D for discourse? Yeah, they wouldn't let me put the whole thing, so I had to shorten it to underscore D. I hate them. Yeah, that's disgusting. How do you spell sacrilegious? Do you know? I don't want to. Just look it up in a dictionary <laughs> or something. I don't I don't want to do that right now. You know why? Sacrilegious you, underscore D, okay? Because you messed it up and I made you fix it. That's why. Yeah, yeah. What about an email? Yeah, we got that too. What Sac- is it? Sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. As long as you know how to spell sacrilegious. Right. Well, definitely get a hold of us. Let us know what you thought of the episode. And, you know, any comments, hate mail. We love that kind of stuff. Also, you could answer some questions that we leave throughout or, like, correct my pronunciation. Yeah, please. bad, wrong, and horrible. Because we suck sometimes. Absolutely. Oh, also, you know, if you like this shit or whatnot, um, like, give us a like on your podcasting app and stuff or... Even leave a comment or something. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Goodbye.